Hey, Dr. Mike here. So after you eat, do you ever feel like you're going to burst from bloat? We'll stick around for some solutions. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. Welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and my co-host is Dr. Crystal Gosser. Welcome. Thank you. I haven't, I haven't said your full name in a long time. I know. I was like, whoa, my full whoa. name. This Remember, is, this I was is holding on to that last name for a long time. Yeah, this is um, this is good. When I do it that way, you know, it's a, this is going to be a serious podcast. <laughs> it's Are our podcast ever serious? <laughs> no, especially when I in my teaser, I say burst from bloat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, OK, but I think people that do have a, a, a gassy, bloating feeling often associated with meals, they understand that. They get it, right? Burst from bloat. That's how some people feel. What do you, like, what do you, is there a formal medical way of defining bloat? It's just bloat. Well, at least that's <laughs> what people are searching for on Google. You know, I, you know, our digital uh, team, they're always looking to see what are people searching for? What are health concerns out there? Google's a great place to, to gather that data. And we realized how to stop bloat is one of the most common Google searches for digestive issues. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and often if you experience this, it does uh, come with or is accompanied with, you know, maybe heartburn sometimes, things like that. So you might find uh, doctors or whatever they, some, some people call that dyspepsia, but at the end of the day, I think most people understand what we're talking about when we talk about just that bloaty feeling after you eat. And so what, what are now over the counter, is there anything really out there for this? I mean, I guess there's some anti-gas or something type products, but that's really about all, right? Right. So yes, that's that's what I was going to say. There are options. It's more focused on excess gas production. That's yeah. that's the focus in the conventional realm. Um, because that's for most people or for many people, I would say that that's some of the causes of, of their bloat is the they're having the excess gas production after meals, sometimes before the meals even over. But sometimes which, you know, when you think about solutions, when you look at underlying causes, it's not always gas production. Um, sometimes it's just someone who has a slower gastric motility. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way. So you almost, you could, you could think of bloat as two, two conditions, really. You got in some people or in, it, it could be a combination, right? But ultimately on one side, you have slowed gastric motility issues. On the other side, you do have um, an excess production of gas. And yes. so, and, and, and so you, someone might, you know, maybe everybody has a little bit of both, but most people tend to dominate on one side of that or the other. I, I and think that's, that's true. And, and some people, the bloat is caused from food uh, and, and others, they, they'll drink a glass of water and they feel bloated. And they're just like, <laughs> <That's> ah. <not fun. laughs> you know, and so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of have to identify, which is the first step is, does this occur with the same food every time? You know, it could be uh, you're lactose intolerant. 
Yeah. Or you maybe, maybe you've developed a food sensitivity to something. We've talked about those symptoms before. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a good step. First, number one is, is it something I'm eating? Right. right? And then if you can't identify that, or maybe even you do a food sensitivity test and you, and you remove a couple of food sources that they say that the test says maybe you're a little sensitive to, but it still happens. Right. Right. That's when you might want to start thinking about, you know, is this a motility issue, excess gas issue? So on the natural side, we have a couple things here. We have a, a combination of ginger and artichoke and then a combination of fennel and curcumin. Let's start with the ginger and artichoke. What is that doing for us? Well, we know that artichoke and ginger have been used traditionally for bloating and gassiness. You know, that feeling of being too full too quickly. Um, and and so I love both of them. They help to, um, to help to kind of move the food along. And what's an interesting mechanism, they can work between your meals to help move things along. So they can support kind of those, those muscular contractions that occur between your meals to kind of help clean things out so that you're ready for the next meal. Yeah. So the ginger artichoke combo that is more on the, the slow gastric movement or mortality side of it. Right. Right. Then Then on the other side, going with the excess gas, we have fennel and curcumin. How are those working? Right. So the fennel is inhibiting the activity of bacteria that's producing methane. So So that, you know, it's really targeting that, the excess gas production, you know, at the initial onset. Right. And you see in some of the research with fennel, Turmeric is combined. We know that turmeric can help with um, with fat digestion. It can actually help to kind of emulsify some of that fat so that your enzymes can get to it and, and help to break down the fat. So, you know, a really nice um, combination of nutrients. Yeah, yeah, that, I like that, that you see in research to help with bloat. Yeah. And so maybe a nice, if you're thinking about, okay, maybe this is you and, and you're thinking about what, what you may want to do, you know, a nice approach. I, I do like the way you start it. Number one, is it food I'm eating? So that, that, that might be a good place to start for everyone. You can, you know, if you're eating one type of food a lot, you can try to eliminate that. You could do some food sensitivity testing, and maybe that's kind of where you start. Um, and then at that point, maybe you could start thinking about adding the ginger, the artichoke, the fennel, and the curcumin, which really are targeting what I, and this is what I love about natural medicine, the underlying cause, right? The, the, tr- right. the true mechanism. It's not, it's not just a band-aid that you often see with the conventional OTCs for this. Instead, it's really targeting what we believe to be the issues driving bloat. So check that out. Ginger, artichoke, fennel, and curcumin. Dr. Crystal, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So don't forget, you're listening to Live Foreverish, and we got a lot of other podcasts you could listen to. You go to liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. When you get there uh, and you listen to a podcast, don't forget, like and share and comment. We love to hear from you and subscribe so you never miss a show. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.